0: personal finance is personal and what you deem as too conservative or too aggressive may rub you the wrong way. I totally get it. Don't worry about it. The goal of this content when I create it is to get you thinking more about your situation and how you can achieve fun goals like Coast Fire. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree, and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three things. First, I'll be sharing some ideas on how to achieve coast fire by age 30, by age 40, and by age 50. Second, we are back with our FinTech Spotlight segment. This month, we're going to be featuring My First Nest Egg. This is a chore and allowance app made by moms. And last but not least, we're back with another money quiz. My daughter Zoe is going to be reading the review of the month. And then actually, we're going to be flipping the script this week that she's going to be quizzing me on some questions. And actually, she said something like it might not be a money quiz like we normally do. She might be choosing her own quiz and the topics of that quiz as it is her birthday this month. So it's sort of a mini gift to my daughter, Zoe. Anyway, let's jump into today's show. Coast fire. Yes, you've heard us talk about it on the show in the past. This is when you've saved up enough in your traditional retirement accounts that you're able to just simply coast to retirement without any further contributions. Ah, man, I love this concept because it allows you to metaphorically check another box that allows you to relax more when it comes to your financial life and your financial situation. For example, when you have a three to six month emergency fund, Set up. You just worry less knowing that your family is taken care of and you don't have to go into debt to pay for that emergency, right? That financial relaxation box is checked. Coast fire, it's the same thing. Once you have it, you have the ability to rest easy, knowing that you've built your own pension essentially, and you'll be ready to retire in your 60s. Another financial worry eliminated. To help you find this financial worry eliminator faster, I thought I'd provide a quick reference guide for you in this episode. This will help you to see if you're on the Coast Fire track from ages 30 to 50. Now, are these numbers perfectly accurate, everyone? No, they're not. Is it better to work with a financial retirement professional who knows your situation best? Uh, Yeah, it is. But if you're looking for some financial entertainment to help you get motivated in a positive money direction, then stick with me here in this episode. All right, so for this fun math experiment, I'm going to keep the following information consistent through each example, okay? So the growth rate that I choose is 7%. A lot of people choose different percentages. Sometimes they say 5%, sometimes they say 12% for where, you know, their investments will grow over time. I like 7%. It's the average annual growth of the stock market with dividends reinvested minus the average annual inflation. Again, this is a guesstimate. Use different numbers if you'd like. And then another constant we're going to have within this data is that when we talk about investments, we're talking about tax-advantaged retirement accounts, preferably after tax, the Roth stuff, like the 401k, IRA, and even the HSA if you use it smartly. And then we're also going to assume the retirement age throughout all of these examples is 62 years old. And then we're also gonna assume our Coast Fire number is $1,875,000. Why? Well, because that backs into some data that I got from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics that says the average American spent around $66,000 on household expenses in 2021. So I rounded that up to $75,000 of household expenses for a nice comfortable number. I believe once you pay off your debt and you've got an emergency fund set up and you're not worried about some bigger expenses and things like that, $75,000 overall in our country, depending on where you live, I guess, is pretty comfortable for the average American. Now, if you live in a high cost of living area, this might seem like a joke of a number to you. Again, play around with the numbers, make it work for you. For this average conversation here, this is gonna be fun. I'm choosing $75,000 as comfortable living expenses in retirement and we'll have that $1.875 million be that number that we'll need to get because that's 25 times that amount. All right, let's jump into our first section, which is Coast Fire by age 30. Now, for Coast Fire to work for a 30-year-old, you need to get started investing early. I think about some 20-somethings, teens, or even pre-teens that I've interviewed on this podcast that have started their investing journey already, like award-winning financial literacy creator Rishi Vamdat, He started investing at seven years old after he decided to invest half of his birthday money each year in index funds. And by starting to build wealth in her teens, author and successful business owner Tori Dunlap was able to save and invest $100,000 by age 25. And A.J. Thompson, who we had on the podcast, I think, middle portion of last year, he's a military service member. He started investing in his 20s and reached $400,000 by his early 30s. That's crazy. (laughs) All these individuals invested early and consistently. These folks will undoubtedly hit Coast Fire. Let's talk about that general number to hit if you want Coast Fire in your life at age 30 for our 20-something listeners today. If you're able to save and invest $220,000 by age 30, I believe you are coast fire under this example. At this point, you could choose to stop or drastically slow down your contributions to retirement and have the ability to reach $1.875 million dollars by age 62. This would allow you to withdraw safely at 4%, $75,000 per year. And since we did this with inflation adjusted numbers, that $75,000 that you'd enjoy today would be the same $75,000 you'd enjoy in 32 years. Okay, let's move on to Coast Fire by age 40. To achieve Coast Fire by 40 years old, investing consistently in your 20s and 30s, man, it is crucial. If you're traditionally employed like I was for a long time, utilizing a workplace 401k with an employer match and a Roth IRA can be a smart way to invest for Coast Fire. These investment choices helped our family achieve Coast Fire by 40 years old. And it's been great we don't have to worry as much about investing for our retirement. And since we paid off our mortgage, we don't have to worry about that payment anymore. There's a lot less worries. See what I'm going here with this theme of the show. Worry eliminating. (laughs) Now, let's get to the number. If you're able to have $425,000 invested by age 40, I believe you are coast fire. Again, this assumes your comfortable living expenses now and in the future are around $75,000 per year. This is adjusted for inflation. So assume your $75,000 would be the same in 22 years when you retire. All right, let's jump to Coast Fire by age 50. Hitting Coast Fire by 50 may just allow you to decrease your working hours significantly. This could allow you to ease into retirement and feel not so much pressure to stop working altogether. After all, having some work in your 60s and beyond, can be great for your health. In a study published by BMC Public Health, it found that people who worked in lower stress positions in their traditional retirement years had improved mental and physical health. So having a little bit of work might not be a bad thing. With this example for individuals who are age 50, if you're able to have $850,000 invested by age 50, you're coast fire. That $850,000 has the ability to grow well beyond $1.875 million by the time you're 62 years old without any further contributions. Of course, you can choose to continue to contribute to your accounts, but maybe you decrease your savings percentage overall so you can enjoy more of your money now in your 50s. After all, life is for living, and I know that when I'm in my 50s, I'm going to make sure I'm having fun and making memories with the people I love. The last thing I want to do is die with a big pile of money and have regrets about time that I could have been spending with the people I love. All right. Well, that was fun. So we got 30, we got 40, and we got 50 there. Okay. So these are Roundabout numbers that you can use as gauges for your progress for Coast Fire. Now for fun, I thought I'd add some ages in between so people can see how they're tracking on their Coast Fire journey. After all, you might be right in the middle of one of these decade milestones and be eager to jump on this Coast Fire goal. So I'm going to have a full post on my website with all of the details, but I'll just give you the roundabout numbers real quick here so that you can play along with this Coast Fire game and see how you're tracking. So, as we talked about, at age 30, that would be $220,000 for your Coast Fire number. Age 32, $250,000. Age 34, $285,000. 36, 325000 Age 38, $370,000 age 40, $425,000, age 42, $485,000, age 44, $555,000, 46, $640,000, age 48, $730,000, age 50, $850,000, age 52, $960,000, age 54, $1.1 million. and age 56, million. Now, if you don't agree with these numbers or calculations, I totally understand. Personal finance is personal, and what you deem as too conservative or too aggressive may rub you the wrong way. I totally get it. Don't worry about it. The goal of this content when I create it is to get you thinking more about your situation and how you can achieve fun goals like Coast Fire. So, I encourage you to work through the numbers yourself, grab a compound interest calculator, play around with it, or better yet, meet with a certified financial planner professional who knows your situation best. Find a fiduciary if you don't have one that's going to act in your best interest and help you achieve your retirement goals, whether that includes Coast Fire or not. Well, enough for me, everyone. I want to hear from you. What do you think of this Coast Fire by age calculation? Does this help you think more about Coast Fire and if it could be something that you're interested in? Please let me know by sharing this episode on your social media and tagging me on Instagram at MarriageKidsAndMoney or on Facebook at AndyHillMKM. I'd love to keep the conversation going. For our FinTech Spotlight segment this month, we are featuring My First Nest Egg, a chore and allowance app made by moms. I've invited the founders of My First Nest Egg, Annie Schoen and Nicole Hood on the show to tell us more about the app and then why it's important for kids to do chores early in life. Welcome to the show, Annie and Nicole.
1: Thank you so much for having us. We're thrilled to be here. Hello. Uh,
0: Hello. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate this conversation. This is an important one. I feel like I'm kind of like, you know, out there saying start early, but talk to us about why are chores important for kids?
1: So the longest running study of humans actually showed, it's called the Harvard Grant Study, that there are two things necessary for people to be successful in life, and they are chores as kids and love. So we can help out with the first one, the chore part. And of course, I think you'll love your kids that much more when they're doing their chores. (laughs) We also think that chores help build self-confidence in kids. They build on each other. You can make your bed in the morning. It's a little thing you do and you just build on that. Then you start putting away your toys, cleaning your room, and you start to feel good about yourself every day.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love chores. We've been doing it for our kids for quite a while and i think that gained responsibility over time that incremental growth of Mm -hmm. responsibility and independence can really make a big deal nicole what age can we start kids with chores what's too early i guess
2: (laughs) we believe that you can start chores the second your kids can play with toys so if they can play with toys they can also pick them up and put them in a bin exactly what you said incremental growth when it comes to chores. You continue to add responsibility. It's like your first job, you get to do the faxing first, and then you get to do this, and then you get to do that. It's the same with kids. So when we say help with laundry, that is something that every kid can do, but it's at a different level. My seven-year-old can put away her laundry. My 10-year-old can fold his laundry and put it away. And my oldest... As long as it's not the whites, we let her go ahead and do some wash. And we had pink whites one time, so we're 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 working on that. But it, it is that incremental growth, and and we think the second that they can start, you should start them on doing chores. Those are learning moments,
0: right? So we're yes. like, okay, this is a great time. You'll never forget that one. Now, <laughs> absolutely. So, how do we determine what chores that we do? You know, you talked about laundry. You talked about things like maybe making your bed. How do we determine? what chores we pay for and what chores we don't pay for just because they're a part of the family.
1: This is a super value-laden conversation. We kind of step back from and let parents decide. So there are some parents who say, hey, if it's for you, if it's a self-care chore, like making your bed, brushing your teeth, cleaning your room, those are things you don't get paid for. Then you get to pay get paid for things that help the family. There are some parents who say, hey, everything you do around the house that helps the family, you don't get paid for those. You get paid for extra things, extra work you do like for a family business. And then there are some of us who say, we just want to get our kids doing things around the house and we will pay them for almost anything. It is truly whatever works for your family and fits in with your family's value system.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's all very individual, you know, very much like personal finance. It's very personal. You got to do what's best for your family. Now, this is a big process that people go through. And if people are new to it, maybe they didn't do chores as a kid. So it's not something that they do intuitively. Mm -hmm. How does my first nest egg help with this process?
2: So My First Nest Egg is a digital chore and allowance app that also has a really robust financial literacy curriculum added into it. But we've gamified the chore and allowance process. So a lot of chore and allowance apps are a check-the-box system where, you know, you do all of these chores and each one gets a check-the-box. What we've done is we've created a gamified experience where parents can create puzzles for the week, for a specific chore, for anything that they want. It's completely customizable. And as kids achieve, as kids accomplish, they get awarded puzzle pieces. And so what we've also done is we brought on a child psychologist to help us inform all of our decisions. And we have preloaded puzzles based on age. And those give you all of the chores that a child that age could and should be doing. So we've tried to make the process really easy for families so that they can start this process, even if they didn't do chores growing up.
0: And talk to us about just the origin of this, because I understand you guys are both moms and you have this desire, but why an app? Why now? Why is this something that you feel is needed out there?
1: So Nicole and I are best friends and all of our kids go to school together. Nicole has three and I have four. And during the COVID lockdowns, we thought it would be an amazing idea to get all of our kids into one small house and form a pod. And when we did that, we realized we needed a lot of extra help. We needed our kids to be more responsible. And we realized they just weren't. And they also were completely financially illiterate. They were saying all the time, hey, can't you just order another one? Just get one on Amazon, it'll come in two days. They didn't understand that things cost money. So we decided to go find something to help us and we figured we'd be able to find an app to help us. And we went to look for one and our kids were little, they were between three and 10 and there was just nothing out there. Everything was geared towards older kids and tweens. So we just decided to make one that would work for our kids and other families with little kids.
0: Yeah, I think that's fantastic because, you know, we've all heard that statistic that a lot of these money habits are almost formed by age seven. So for us to start thinking about this as tween parents and teen parents, it's not that it's too late, obviously, but, you know, you can make a lot of impact at an early age and it just becomes something that they're used to. Talk to us about some of the features of the app because it sounds really fun. You use the word gamify. I know my kids love games. They're 10 and 8. So talk to us about some of the features that people could expect with using the app.
2: So our app has all of the features that you would find on a typical chore and allowance app, automatic allowance, parent paid interest, just all of the basics. But in addition, we did gamify it. So kids earn through puzzles. It really helps them form that delayed gratification skill that's so important for becoming a healthy adult. All of the chores are popped in, whatever the child is looking to earn, whether it's their allowance, whether it's a Lego set, whether it's a candy bar for the day or the week. And that picture is shattered into pieces. And as kids complete tasks, A puzzle piece is awarded. So they get that small dopamine hit, that small little reward along the way, but they have to wait until they've completed it, until they get it. So that's one of the ways we've gamified. We also know how important generosity is. And kids don't always have money to spend. So we built an acts of kindness and community service tracker. So kids get to be rewarded for even their acts of kindness. And the way we reward them is by allowing them to see this community page and leaderboard where If kids can compete on Roblox, we also wanted them to compete to see who makes their bed the most often, who's doing the most acts of kindness in the world, and who's saving. Not amounts, but who's actively saving money, putting something of what they've earned or what they've been given into savings. And so we've kind of gamified a couple of aspects of our app, and we see 10-year-old boys going at each other to see who can make their bed and do the most chores. It's fantastic.
0: Annie and Nicole, this sounds like a great app and it sounds like a lot of people are getting a lot of benefit from it already. Talk to us about cost. What does something like this run a pair and if they're interested in jumping in?
1: Right now we are running an amazing special where it's only 99 cents a month or $10 for the year. And if you are one of our first 10,000 users, that price is locked in for life.
0: That sounds like a very worthwhile expense. What is 99 cents a month right now? Just like one cup of coffee?
2: And that's the price for the whole family. Mm. That's not per child because you have one login, one account, and you can download this on as many devices as you have in the house.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, if you all want to check out My First Nest Egg, where should they go, Annie and Nicole?
1: So the best place to find us is on our website, www.myfirstnesteg.com. We are also on the app and Google Play stores, and you can link to those from those stores, or you can go there on the website. The website also has a lot of just great other resources, articles for parents, and super fun little videos for kids teaching them financial words. So we have these little videos of kids teaching kids about interest and allowance and everything else. So it's it's just a good resource for families looking to raise money smart kids.
0: Awesome. Well, Annie and Nicole, I'm honored to have you on and talk about financial literacy for kids. It's a passion topic of mine, and I love that you've created a FinTech app that's really helping kids learn and grow and create that generational wealth that a lot of families are seeking. So thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Andy. Thank you.
0: As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Now, to keep this show running and to help your buddy Andy smile, I like to ask you to do one quick thing at the uh, top of the month, and it's to uh, leave a kind, positive rating and review in Apple podcast or Spotify, because that type of feedback helps more people to find and consider this family-empowering podcast. And to encourage you to leave a review, each month we do a book giveaway. These are great books, by the way. So... We received two reviews since our last book giveaway offer. This quarter, we're going to be giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. Do Nothing by Celeste Headley, Taking Stock by Jordan Grummet, and My Money, My Way by Kamiko Love. And to help me pick the winner this week, I've got my daughter Zoe Hill, but we're going to be doing something a little different Hi, this week, I'm right, Zoe? Zoe Hill. Nice to see you, Zoe. Zoe, normally we do a money quiz before we read the review of the week, but instead we're gonna be doing a slime quiz, I understand, oh, yeah. is that right? Very cool. So yeah, everybody, you know, Zoe's been so kind to do this money quiz thing with me. <laughs> what, for? Three, four years now, two years? I don't know. Seems like forever, right? Yeah. And she's very kind and like, you know, I quiz her on stuff where it's like, oh, Zoe, what do you think about this? But then she wants to flip the tables on me a little bit and say, Oh yeah, dad. Why am
3: I? Have the turns the tables? Have the tables have turns. Oh, I
0: like how you said that. (laughs) Have the turns the tables. She knows a lot about slime. I don't. I like to say that I know a lot about money, and she actually probably knows just about the same amount of information about money. But let's see how dad does with some slime trivia, huh? You ready? So how many questions do you have?
3: So first I have to bring in my buddy Mickey Mouse to help me with this. Okay. Come on in, buddy. Hey, hey everybody, it's me, Mickey Mouse. Say, we're doing a slime quiz?
0: Yes, we are, Mickey.
3: Well, all right, let's go. Okay, that's enough.
0: Oh, see you later, Mickey.
3: Toodaloo's. (laughs) I love it. Question one. Question one. What two textures of slime is made from instant snow? A, butter and floam, B, snow fizz and bingsu, or C, icy and cloud?
0: Wait, what is the type of slime?
3: What two textures of slime is made from instant snow?
0: Instant snow, okay. I'm gonna go with B, Um, uh, B. No, (laughs) uh, C.
3: It is C! C. It is C! I gave it another second try. (laughs) (laughs) Question two How do you make a semi butter slime? A. Add clay. B. Add shaving cream. C. Leave slime in warm water for three minutes.
0: I'm gonna go with B again? I meant I'm gonna go with C. I'm definitely going with A for it's this A. one, Zoe. A- A- and clay, you add clay in it? Like real clay? Yep. Wow. No, not
3: real clay, it's just like.
0: Okay, some ingredient that's called clay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay. All right, I'm doing okay so far.
3: Question three. Which one of these are not slime textures? Slushy, spongy, or DIY clay?
0: I'm gonna go with slushy A. No, that Um, is actual. uh, B. It is B. B. And it's B. Yeah. What is it again? Spongy. Spongy. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it's B. Spongy. Oh man, I did not do very well, did I?
3: (laughs) No, you got every question wrong.
0: (laughs) Oh, everybody, I I need to study more up on slime. And you know, a great place for me to study up on slime, it's the Seasons Pass by TikTok channel, which has what do you have now, Zoe? Eleven thousand followers on TikTok.
3: 10,000.
0: Zoe has 10,000 followers on TikTok, everybody, for making slime content, Roblox content. Actually, she creates these really interesting stories, too, with these Roblox characters and slime in the background. Some of her videos, I think one of her videos has 700,000 views on it. Is that right? Or is it more? I think it's more. Is it 900,000? No,
3: it's, prob- it's something around like 100,000 views.
0: Wait, no. One of them has like 900,000 it- views.
3: Yeah. Oh, I thought you said like 70. Yeah, it has like seven.
0: You're crazy. That's awesome. Way to go. Way to go. If you guys have kids that are on TikTok and they like Roblox and slime, check out Zoe's channel. I'll put it in the show notes. Seasons pass by. She's great at it. Zoe, thank you very much for quizzing me and making me know that I need to study up on slime.
3: You definitely do. All
0: right. So, Zoe, we got two reviews since last Book giveaway offer, so you could talk to the Electronic Lady and Electronic
3: uh, Lady Alexa. Pick a number between one and two. Here's a number between one and two it's
0: one. All right, Whoa. well, our first Whoa. review comes in from NDV5000. That sounds like a cool Star Wars character. And they leave a very nice review saying, recommending to everyone I know. So, you want to read this one?
3: Okay. I'm a new listener, but I'm loving this podcast so far. I will actually be getting married at the same age that Andy and his wife were when they got married. So it's very reassuring to know it's possible to achieve financial freedom within 10 to 15 years after marriage. I will absolutely recommend with this podcast to everyone and anyone.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much, NDV5000, for the kind words. And Zoe, very nice reading, as always. NDV5000, again, very cool robotic name. I don't have your email. So if you could email me a screenshot of this review and just shoot it to andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. That way we can send you one of these great books, which a lot of people, I'll be honest with you, they write me back and they say, thanks for these great books because they've helped us along the way. So we want to fill you with knowledge on your financial freedom journey and uh, help you get to that financial freedom goal in 10 to 15 years. So do that. Send me an email, andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. Everyone, we're going to be doing this again next month. Same Zoe. Maybe I'll take back the money quiz. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn into a hybrid slime entrepreneur money quiz kind of thing. What? Maybe that'd be kind of cool, right? Because we're going to talk about your future slime entrepreneur business. You know, maybe we could talk about that a little bit. So, anyway, please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of that review. Email us at Andy at Or if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can do it in Spotify. You just hit the nice five stars. if you like it so much. You just hit five stars. Like oh what? It's eight o'clock. It'd make Andy very happy. It is eight o'clock. We should probably go to bed. Zoe's got school tomorrow. Thank you, Zoe. I haven't done
3: my homework yet. Bye. Oh, bye. J.K., I'm still here.
0: February is here, and we've got a great series of episodes coming up. Next Monday, February 13th, we've got Scarlett Cochran, who is the author of It's Not About the Money and the creator behind One Big Happy Life. She's going to join me to talk about how to create your rich life and what that actually means to have a rich life. The Monday after that, February 20th, is going to be us answering some more questions from the marriage, kids, and money community and featuring the mortgage free story of Rory Neakum from North Dakota. He's actually taking this interview with me at a military base in South Korea. Very cool. <laughs> and the Monday after that, February 27th, the last Monday of the month, we've got Tracy Conan, who's going to be talking about the important topic of financial infidelity in marriage and how we can spot it and what we can do to move forward. Last month, everybody, it was the best month ever for marriage, kids, and money, man. Thank you so much for your support. We had more downloads last month than we've ever had before. I feel like this is a trend that is just gonna keep on going. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your support and telling your buddies about the show. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm gonna end the show with a quote today from J.L. Collins. There are many things money can buy, but the most valuable of all is freedom. Best wishes on your family financial independence journey, my friends, carpe diem.